What's going on, Ma? What's going on, everyone? Welcome to the Training and Trading with Matt podcast with your host, Matt, which is me. Um, this is episode number two of the Spiritual Health Podcast. Um, so, as you know, we ask a question every episode um, and we try to do our best to answer it and talk about it. Um, So this is kind of related to the very first episode because there's been a lot of things that have happened in the past couple of weeks um, in the world that I think kind of go in tandem. So last episode or the very first episode was about, hold on here, I just want to bring this up. Give me a second here. Uh, Okay. One of the, uh, the last week's episode was about... um, the war on spirituality. Um, and this week kind of goes in tandem with that one. Um, and the question we're asking today is, do the powers that be think we're, think we're stupid? Um, and I really do think, I really do believe that they think we're stupid. Um, and I really do think that they're trying to, to demoralize the population. So I just want to recap of February 2023, because we're just going to hop in and start. Okay, so um, I saw a tweet from um, one of the guys I follow on Twitter, um, Stephen Punwazi, and he tweets in February, okay, or this is how he tweets, he goes, U.S. shoot down a UFO over Canada or in the Yukon um, and Alaska. The U.S. shoot down a spy balloon, in quotations, a spy balloon, um, a Chinese spy balloon um, over, uh, where is it, um, Carolina or something like that. Um Toronto, Canada's largest city, has no mayor. Um, 66,000 U.S. tech jobs lost in the last month. Um, Possible Epstein um, list might be revealed. Um, And then the U.S. is accused of blowing up the Nord Stream 2 pipeline. And it's only February 2023. We're two months into the year. And shit is already going crazy. Now... The first thing I want to ask is, are we asking the right questions or are we asking them at all? That's a kind of a secondary question to what is going on now. And the reasoning why I want to do this episode is, are these things like I'm going to be asking a bunch of questions. I just smacked into my mic. Sorry. One of the questions I want to ask, like, obviously I'm, I'm asking multiple questions. Is, are these all distractions to hide something in the news? Or all these different things to push an agenda? And the agenda I'm referencing is a war agenda. Now you might be thinking, oh my goodness, he's going down a conspiracy. I'm not being conspiratorial. I'm just asking a question. Is, is it possible that this is the case? Okay. Now let's go through the first one. The U.S. shoots down a drone over Canada and Alaska. 
Now, you can ask yourself, do you believe in UFOs? Do I believe in UFOs? Potentially. I don't know if anybody else listening believes in UFOs. Okay? Do I believe that the human, human uh, humanity is the only advanced species on this, um, in this universe? I think that's very narcissistic, narcissistic to believe that. I don't personally think that. I think there are other species or, or entities out there that are advanced, maybe more advanced than us, maybe less advanced than us in the universe. The universe is a very big place, okay? If there are more advanced species out there, could they be visiting us and looking at us and see what we're doing? Potentially. Is there a potential that one of these species actually created us? Potentially. These are not conspiracy theories. They're human curiosities, to be brutally honest. Okay, I'm not saying that we never went to the moon. Like, it's not like that's what I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, is there, like, it's interesting to pry into these and not, not research them, but think about the potential of that. Okay, now with the UFO things, could it be that? Or could it be advanced military technologies that they're testing? Um, or that maybe another country has. Personally, how I see this is UFOs, 50%. Is it U.S. military tech? 50% the ch- a chance. I think that's what it is. It's 50-50 UFOs, 50-50 um, U.S. military, like you know what I'm saying. So one or the other. Or, or could it be a propaganda thing Okay, to demoralize the population, to demoralize people's spirituality, okay, to break someone's spirit to thinking like, oh my God, something else is happening now. Oh my God, what's going to happen now? Oh, live in fear, live in fear. We don't know what's going to happen. Oh my goodness. You know what I'm saying? So could it be potentially that as well? Like these are questions that need to be asked so we can find out the correct information. Okay. It's not conspiratorial to suggest that, hey, is this bullshit? Like, again, I think the difference between a conspiracy theory and someone asking questions is conspiracy theory is like very outlandish types of things. Like flat earthers, oh, the earth is flat and blah, 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 this and that. Like, if you're just sitting there saying, hey, could it be this? Like, am I... Am I right for asking that question of, could it be this? That's not a conspiracy theory. That's someone just saying, hey, is it possible that someone is someone or something or a group of people is trying to manipulate us, demoralize us, to be at their whims, to con- like uh, their whims of power or whatever, just like we asked in the last episode. That is a potential Okay, people have been trying to control each other for thousands of years. And it's no different now. It's not like we've advanced in such a great, like, so into the future, like people think we have. So, um, I do want to talk about, specific, more specifically, the, 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 what's it called? The, um the spy balloon, because I saw a Twitter thread and I want to read the Twitter thread to everybody. 
because it was actually kind of crazy what this person, not crazy what this person was saying, but kind of interesting take on it. So I'm going to bring it up really quick here if I can find it. I hope I can because then if it's gone, the whole point of this episode is kind of put, why did it, did I close this? Now I got to find it. Give me a second here real quick. I'm going to pause and I will come back. Okay, I'm back. All right. So this guy on Twitter, um, I'm not going to try to pronounce his name, but someone on Twitter, his name is, I'm going to try to pronounce it. Hold on. Um, Anrud, maybe. Arnud, maybe. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, Bertend. Uh, So his last name is, I'll spell the name really quickly. A-R-N-A-U-D. And then the last name is B-E-R-T-R-A-N-D. So if you want to look it up for yourself, you can. Okay, so this guy says, let me open up my phone here really big. He says, I took a bit of uh, time um, to, oh, hold on a second here, where am I? Do, do, do. I just want to see where the beginning is. So I, t- I took a bit of time to look into the spy balloon story. Basically what he's saying. Um both how it's portrayed in the Canadian, uh, Canadian, oh my goodness, both how it's portrayed in the U.S. Um, and in China. As you'll see, I think there's more, um, as you'll see, the more you think about it, the more stunned you get at the sheer absurdity of the whole thing. So let's start the, uh, the thread here. First, the U.S. story. Okay. Clearly, I'm not really good at reading out loud to people, so bear with me. <clears throat> China sent a spy balloon, in quotations, over a highly strategic U.S. sites. It chooses to spy on these sites with a big visible balloon. This is the funny part. Reported, reported as being as big as multiple school buses that anyone could see with a naked eye from the ground to, to demonstrate it had the capacity, uh, the capability despite having a plethora of other um, discreet ways to spy, like satellites or stealth drones. Unclear that anyone doubted China had mastered the technology of, checks notes, a hot air balloon. (laughs) That's literally what it was, a hot air balloon, and why it therefore needed to demonstrate this capability. So clearly, right there, just looking at it and how this guy puts it, Okay, he's basically saying that with all the advanced tech that China has, because China is not their their military is advanced. It might not it, it might not be on par with the states, but they have spy satellites. They have drones. Okay, why the hell would they need to spy with a fucking balloon? It doesn't make any sense. And a balloon that could be spotted from the ground, it makes no sense. Okay, let's move on. China chose to do so on the eve of Secretary um, Secretary of State Blinken's uh, Blink, um, Blinken's visit to the uh, to China, where he was invited. And hours after signaling, Blinken would also be meeting with Xi, the president of China, during his visit. A high-level meeting, not granted to anyone, um, any U.S. Secretary of, uh, of State in years. So this was a big meeting that was supposed to be happening. The story, therefore, being that China chose to disrupt the meeting with its own president um, and to sabotage its own efforts to um, 
slow down the China-U.S. conflict. The Pentagon said it had been tracking the balloon for quite some time, and that it was wasn't at first, it uh, sorry, and that it wasn't the first time such incident occurred. But this time, for unclear reasons, it chose to do a public announcement. As a result, the Blinken announcement was uh, the trip was postponed. Sorry. Um, now the, ch- the story from the Chinese side. To them, it's a fluke incident. The balloon being a civilian airship used for research, uh, mainly uh, meteorology, meteorolog- meteorolog- no, I can't speak, <laughs> meteorological purposes that de- uh, deviated from its planned course because of strong western westerlized winds. Um, and limited in its steering capabilities. The main characteristics of a balloon, of course, that can only go up or down because it's literally a hot air balloon. That's literally what it kind of is. And yes, these weather balloons, you can't really steer them. They're at the whims of the, of the weather. And usually when they get high enough, they pop. And I'm assuming whatever happens, like it falls to the ground, into the ocean. Like they plan these things out or they kind of just... I don't know if stuff floats up into space afterwards. I'm not 100% sure if they're carrying anything. But usually these balloons kind of pop and things fall back to the ground. Anywho. A piece in the Washington Post seems to confirm this, quoting experts experts in national security and aerospace who said the craft appears to share characteristics with the high-altitude balloons used by developed countries around the world for weather forecasting. And there's a picture of, of the Washington Post report. The Pentagon itself said the payload wouldn't be much in the way of surveillance that China couldn't collect through spy satellites and that the balloon posed no seriously or physical intelli- or physical or intelligence threat, i.e. the Pentagon themselves said it would make zero sense for China to use the balloon like this for intelligence purposes when it has satellites. So already this whole spy balloon, oh, we shot down a spy balloon, is bullshit. They really think... We are stupider. Well, they really do think we're stupid. That's what I meant to say. It kind of begs the question why they decided to make a big deal out of it in the first place. I'll let you decide for yourself which story makes more sense. The sheer ridiculousness of the Red Scare episode is um, is obvious, is absolutely obvious to anyone with an, an iota of common sense. Except, sadly, common sense, common sense seems to be critically short in short supply nowadays. I 100% agree with them. And this is the problem. So, common sense isn't so common because a lot of people are naive. They've already been demoralized to think that they're not smart enough to disseminate what is uh, fact or, fish or, or fiction. So, I'm not saying that like it's only since COVID that this whole thing of demoralization has been happening. Like I said in the first episode, it's been happening for years. You can go back to, um, I was talking earlier with uh, my mother, 9-11. A lot of people are like, oh, conspiracy theorists around 9-11. Again, you do not let a good opportunity go to waste. Okay? What happened after 9-11? Okay? All, yes, we, we went to, uh, we obviously we went to war. And that's a story for, that's a topic for another time. But... What happened? The Patriot Act in the States where they were surveilling uh, people's phone calls and stuff like that. 
already trying to control people. There was the big uptick in um, uh, the t- uh, not TSA is it TSA? I think it's TSA in the states where you're you're you know you can't um, have specific amounts of of liquids in your thing like that. All of those rulings a little bit more control, and then whatever happened in twenty in in the twenty tens. Okay, that decade, something there, I don't remember exactly what happened off the top of my head, but the big one was 9-11, and then there was something in, in 2010 that happened as well, and it was a little bit more um, control seated. And now in 2020, with the pandemic, a little bit more control. You'd never let a good opportunity go to waste. Okay, and this is where it goes back to individuals who saw what was happening at the time. Okay, yes. There was a big, uh, a big, uh, a situate, a world situation that happened, an opportunity for us, to, for the powers that be, to gain more control. It's not a conspiracy to to think that way. Okay, it's literal fact. Because yes, do they gain more control? Absolutely, they granted themselves powers because the people said yes, take the power. We want to, we 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 want you know you to to try to, try to find terrorists or whatever. Okay, and did that stuff work? Absolutely. Did they were they able to infiltrate splinter cells here and there? Absolutely. But again, something else happens. Oh, yeah, take take a little bit more of our of our freedoms away from us or our, our sovereignty away from us for safety in quotations. Now you have twenty you have twenty twenty with the pandemic, and it's oh digital IDs so we can make sure everybody. Oh yeah, that, that's a good idea for safety. For safety, everything is for safety in quotations. You're giving away a little bit of, of your freedom for safety? What, you're incapable of taking care of yourself? Again, slowly over time, they demoralize people. And this is not just in twenty in, in, uh, in, the, in, in, the, in the year 2000. It was even before that. You could look back and look at every major situation that happened, anything around the world that happened. And what the government reaction to it was, did we give up something because people were scared? That's what you have to look at. It's not a conspiracy theorist to look at these and and ask that question and to say, hey, could they be slowly taking away things from us to control us more? It's not a conspiracy. It's, it's It's literally you're adding one plus one and it's equaling two. Let's move on with this uh, little little uh, Twitter thread here. Also, okay, this is from the last thing. Also, often, um, the real story is probably why this story became a story in the first place. Oops. And the important context here is, of course, Blinken's visit to China, which could, one, have come um, always, uh, which could have, one, um, can always dream, sorry, I can't speak, um, have been a step forward in the de-escalations in the China-U.S. Um, situations. Obviously, because China wants to reunify with Taiwan and the United States doesn't want that to happen. Okay, so there's saber-rattling between the two of them. Okay, it was quite easily foreseeable that a story like this one on the eve of the trip would have made it politically very difficult for Blinken to go. So a plausible hypothesis is that the whole episode is an attempt by internal U.S. forces to prevent any U.S.-China um, um, uh, peace. <clears throat> Alt, uh, one alternative hypothesis is 
much less likely is that an internal uh, Chinese force trying to do the same thing by sending this big balloon. Unlikely, this is an unlikely uh, course of action because China has, um, has time on its side, um, so it gains from reducing tensions with the U.S. And um, there, is, there isn't any obvi obvious faction in China who would believe the contrary. So, um, hold on a second here. I don't know if I want to keep on reading this because I don't want this thing to go on for too long. Um, anyway, let's keep on reading, whatever. Uh, Chinese forces, hold on a second, let me get... Um, on a contrary. Okay, so it is um it'd be immensely risky for anyone in China to do so uh to do something like this um as it would be undoubtedly seen as a high treason act with grave consequences for themselves again balloons like this are particularly one basically that can't be steered so to plan sending a balloon like this from China to a place over the US isn't even doable in the first place the last hypothesis, which I guess is so, is also somewhat likely, is that it is a series of unfortunate events without any malice on either side. A balloon deviates from course and gets into the U.S. airspace. People see it, and the Pentagon feels it has to communicate about it. The media, wearing their usual China bad hat, decided to go all in on the scaremongering. Uh, political opposition and China hawks jump on the bandwagon administration feels it has no other choice than to cancel the trip and doesn't have a political courage to say that it's just a balloon that drifted off of course which is true okay um well i guess this scenario is there for uh sorry well i guess this scenario there is in fact malice on the media's part um and the, the fact politicians and wider members of the blob, um, but, it's, but it's organic malice, so to speak, jumping at the golden opportunity to scaremonger. In conclusion, however you see it, the story is obviously shameful and a sad reflection on the insane times we live in. We would rather take the time to carefully consider fact. Uh, we would rather take time to consider uh, considering fact and applying reason and common sense instead uh, we instead choose a society to incite fear and hostility okay again he's basically stating that most likely this was just a random civilian balloon for weather purposes and the united states was too stupid or the united states not the united states itself but the government was too stupid to say, hey, it was just a balloon, okay, and to calm everybody down. The media, to get clicks, was like, oh my God, look at this balloon, blah, 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 it's China, blah, 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 and obviously the China hawks get, get wind of it, and everybody's like, oh, shoot the damn thing out of the sky, okay? Now, was all this used to demoralize people? In my opinion, yes, because then people are now scared that, oh my God, China is now invading our sovereignty, American sovereignty, not mine, because I'm Canadian. Or you get, I guess you can say that too for Canada because it was in our airspace too. <clears throat> oh, they're invading our sovereignty. Oh my God, this is, is this the, the the start of the Third World War and all that stuff? 
again, the other question you might you might want to ask is, okay, if the powers that be think we're stupid, okay, and if they do these things to scare the shit out of us into believing that the next world war is upon us, who has the financial incentive to to incite a war? Okay. And if you've never heard of the military industrial complex, you might want to look it up because the United States is the biggest weapon manufacturer in the world. Okay. And it sells all of its weapons to its NATO allies. So the big companies that build weapons in the States are directly have a financial stake in this whole situation of stoking the whole tension between China and the United States or NATO and the United um, the NATO and China because they're the one that are, they're the ones that are going to make a buck off of war that's literally what they've been doing it's the same thing like 911 happened okay there's your fear por- uh, portion of um oh my god we've been attacked by a terrorist organization and then they push oh we've been attacked by a terrorist organization oh now we have to go and, and fight war for 20 years oh we got to go into Iraq because of WMDs that never actually existed. There's more fear. Oh, invade Iraq. And then, oh, you have Syria. Well, he was gassing. He, he might, have been, might have been gassing his people. We're going to invade. We got to go into Syria. Then Yemen. All this stuff. Now you're, 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 you're pulling out of Afghanistan. And then what happened after that? Ukraine. Okay. All of this shit is pe- like innocent people are dying. At the, at the hands of a few people in the world who are making billions upon billions of dollars. Okay. And again, to demoralize, like at the end of the day, are they, are they demoralizing the population? A hundred percent. I, I, that's how I see things. And now what people, um, demoralization, what is that? So, um, Hold on a second. I have a, I have a thing here. When people feel lost, disempowered, or disconnected from their spirituality, okay, or even from the world, okay, they may be more uh, susceptible to manipulation. Okay, nine eleven happens. Oh my God, you're kind of demoralized. You're more susceptible to to manipulation. Okay, you're more likely. You're more likely to. Um, sorry, you're less likely to question the status quo of what is actually going on. For example, okay, oh, well, yeah, I guess we have to go to war, okay? You you get you get demoralized by powers, um, so you, you feel demor- you get demoralized by um, feelings of despair, helplessness, cynicism, like, oh, there's nothing, um, there's nothing that we can really do, and like, that's the way the world works, okay? So, our individuals trying to demoralize the population so they'll just go along with what is actually happening it it doesn't hurt to question that it's not conspiratorial to question that look at of all of, uh, of what's happening are these things that just happen and they're just happening naturally or are are or are people moving chess pieces to allow these things to happen in which people get scared 
and just go along with it. And then billions upon billions of dollars are funneled out of the government coffers, out of the uh, basically stealing from taxpayers, putting it towards wars that are never ending. These are the questions we have to literally ask each other. Okay. The other thing too is, our um, are these small situations there? Okay, we've asked if it's there to push a war agenda. Is it there to hide something else in the news? For example, in the last week, I don't think I saw anything about what happened in Ohio with the train derailment there, and then the decision to whatever was leaked out of the train derailment to light it on fire and burn it off, which cause, which could potentially cause more of environmental harm than what was already caused. Okay. Are they pushing these things to kind of stifle the news cycle on those things? You have potentially uh, the Jeffrey Epstein list that could be released in the, in the coming weeks. Could all these sightings and all that stuff and, oh, we're shooting down this, we're shooting down that. Oh, my God, the, the spy balloon be there to distract the population from something bigger of, hey, there's a bunch of these political people that are, you know, doing some questionable things with kids in the world. Could we, could we, be, could we be distracted from that as well? So this is, this is the thing. It's like, do they actually think we're stupid? And I really do think that that's the case. We've been so demoralized that we just go along with what is, it, what is ever happening. There's a saying. Um, let me see if I can remember off the top of my head. Jeez. Um, oh you, know uh, you know what? Let me see if I can find the, the Instagram clip. And then I'll come back. Let me just pause real quick. Okay, I'm back. So I found the clip that I want to talk about. So I'm just going to un turn this up a bit. I'm going to unmute it and we're going to listen. Just- the way things are supposed to work is the government should know virtually nothing about us because we're private citizens. We're supposed to know everything about the government because they're public servants. But everything is backward right now. And also look at the media. The media is supposed to be giving us the facts and we should be formulating our opinions based on that information. Instead, the media gives us their opinions, and we're supposed to decipher whether that's a fact or not. So I saw that clip, and like, the, it, it basically, it goes off of what I was saying about demoralization. We're so demoralized that we just take what the media said at face value. Okay, and they're formulating their opinions, like this guy said. In, in in the Twitter thread that I uh, that I read really and I butchered it, but anywho, he says the 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 media comes in and fear mongers us into thinking, oh my God, China and 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 the China hawks that China's this terrible entity that's going to destroy the world or whatever. They come in and they're like, oh my God, China's doing this, China's doing that. And it's just like you're sitting there, you're so demoralized. Okay, you've been. Basically, you've been basically taught, for lack of a better term, to not ask any questions, to not question anything. 
Okay. And the way you've been taught to not question anything is because if you question anything, you're labeled a conspiracy theorist. I.e. for the past 30 years, let's go back to 2020. It was someone asked a question about 9-11. You're a conspiracy theorist. You're a piece of shit. Why are you asking those questions? People died. It's just like, yes, people died, but we should be asking questions. The COVID happened and same thing. People were dying. People started asking questions. You were labeled a conspiracy theorist in meeting to try to discredit you. So you're the media sitting here telling you what you should be thinking. Oh, China bad, China bad, China bad. COVID bad, COVID bad, COVID bad, Russia bad, Russia bad, Russia bad. So you won't do the research yourself and say, hey, what's the other side of this coin? And it turns out, what's the other side of this coin right now? What we're talking about right now is it was a freaking weather balloon. And the United States government was too high up on its haunches to be like, hey guys, we spotted this thing. It's a weather balloon. Let it do its thing. But the media got a hold of it. It was like, oh my God, it's a spy balloon. We need to shoot it out of the sky. And so what the, what? the US government was forced to shoot it out of the sky to stoke more fear into the population, to demoralize people, to just take whatever is said at face value. And that's the issue of the spiritual demoralization of people. Because you just go along with the masses because you... The moment you stray from what everybody else thinks, you're crazy. You're a conspiracy theorist. They're taking your individuality away from you. And I'm and I'm not saying that there is a nefarious force in the world that's doing this. Okay? All I'm saying is people are so demoralized because of whatever's going on. That they're the ones, like I said last episode, it's people to people. It's not, it's not even governments at this point doing it to people. It's people doing it to other people. In a friend group or in a family group, like, oh, no, you're, you're, you're crazy for thinking that way. And you sit there and you're like, oh, wow, I must be crazy. Why am I thinking that way? And you get demoralized. And there goes your, yeah, some more of your individuality. Just because you're willing to ask questions like, hey, is there a different way of looking at this? Is that really... The only technology that China has to spy on people, do they not have satellites? They're going to they're gonna launch a balloon that anybody can see and the United, the United States government can track? It's kind of crazy. Anywho, let's move on to the last portion of this. With the whole thing of the United States being accused of blowing up Nord Stream 2. Okay. Um, because basically what happened was Nord Stream, I, I don't remember exactly when Nord Stream 2 was blown up, but right away the media was like, oh, this is new and interesting. It's, we don't really know how this happened. There was seismic waves or whatever that could be, maybe it was an explosion. Maybe it was the, you know, seismic waves. And then a couple of days later it was, oh, Russia blew up their own pipeline. Why would Russia blow up their own friggin' pipeline? It makes no sense. Could it have been the United States blowing up the pipeline to stoke more conflict within that region? Because last time I checked, the Russian military isn't as 
big and powerful as it once used to be. Okay. And the United States is really good at, you know, sending crews underwater to blow things up because they literally have specialized units that were under, underwater demolition specialists. So wouldn't it be in their best interest to get rid of a pipeline or destroy it so that the military industrial complex can make more money off of a war that's killing innocent people? Would the energy sector of the states not benefit from gaining more customers in Europe? These are questions that people need to ask. Stop taking, okay, the news at face value. Everything the news says, go do your own research and look at the other side of the coin. Gain your sovereignty back. Okay, stop being demoralized and allowing them to, hey, you're wrong, you're stupid. Okay, even the people around you, if they come to you and call you crazy for thinking that way, say, why is it crazy to question something? Do you not question authority? And who, may, who, who says the news is authority on this? Who even says the government is an authority on this? Because the government has known to do stupid things in the past, and they've been caught doing it before, and they will always be caught doing it again. And I'm not saying don't trust the government, but don't always take what they say at face value. Because if you do, you'll literally be living in fear every day of your life. They will just slowly deteriorate your, your spirituality and demoralize you in just following what the crowd is doing. And on that note, I think I'm done with this episode. So if you stay till the end, thank you for listening. Um, and I will catch you on next week's episode. Remember, do your own research. And don't allow the media to manipulate you into believing things that might not be factually correct. I'll see you in the next episode.